asks a little question that I think it's important for us to remember. And I'm going to take here as being here right now. And of course, it's true, I suppose, wherever you go that has a spiritual overtone to it. You know, it's difficult to do it in places that do not have that spiritual overtone. Uh, like, you know, like going to a bullfight somewhere. That would be difficult to have some kind of a spiritual, ex- but be that as it may. Why are you here? You are here, I am here, and the only thing that we ever have to work with within our own spiritual growth is covered within the word that is used often in metaphysics and in new thought and unity and religious. The only thing you ever have to work with is consciousness. That's the only thing you and I have to work with. And your consciousness is the sum total that you hold within you at all times as to what you believe to be true, as to what you therefore allow to be a part of your awareness as you go through life and encounter whatever it is is right and perfect for you to encounter. That's all you ever have to work with. And that means you are in charge of that aspect of who and what you truly are. And what you truly are then is reflected in the experience that you call life in the world that is lived in. Sometimes we try to change what's out here first, and sometimes we can temporarily do that. Uh, but, you know, the most interesting thing, uh, and, and where we find this often, just as an example, is somebody uh, who says, you know, every time I get married, it's to the same person, you know. Well, yeah, of course, you know. What are you attracting to yourself? That's what consciousness does. I like to think of your consciousness and mine um, uh, kind of of analogous to, do you you remember a 35 millimeter transparency? You remember those? Oh, it's sort of like a one-room schoolhouse, isn't it? It's hard to go back that far. (laughs) But, if you, but, but this isn't that far back. So if you can remember a 35 millimeter transparency and, and, the, and, and you have a projector and you have a screen and what is projected on the screen is sort of like that. And if you, in life, that is what is happening. The light that is continually shining, of course, is the essence of pure being. We call it God. It's the... Uh, reality that is the all reality of all things, the light that shines in the darkness, you know, we can have all kinds of of analogies here. But that light shines through your consciousness and that is what is projected into your world. That is how you experience life. But you're in charge of that, you see. You're in charge of what's in uh, the, the transparency. If you don't like what's there, then what you do is you work gently, lovingly, kindly to change the transparency. How do you do that? Well, you do that by um, uh, applying different things that in life. Uh, we're talking here about uh, the only tool we have, uh, and that is, that is consciousness. So, so move on to the next slide, if you will, please. So 
see, see, anything, therefore, is grist for the mill for a Sunday lesson that we have here. Um, we're looking at the book this morning by, by Reese, who uh, has, the, has the four agreements. And uh, somebody might say, well, why don't you use a unity book? Well, uh, it's new thought, it's truth. And truth is truth wherever you find it. You, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's got to fall into any category. Truth is truth wherever you find it. And the book, The Four Agreements, has a lot of um, information in it that is consciousness changing because you change the transparency that you hold to be true as you apply different things, as you look at, at what's said here and here and here, and you say, aha, here's something I can apply. Here's something I can do within myself. Here's a place where I can take responsibility of who and what I am. So everything that falls within the category of that, be it, quote, unquote, a unity book by Emily Cady or Charles Fillmore or, or, or whomever, or be it some other book written by a whole number of, like Emerson, or you name it. And in that, you, if you are aware of what you are doing, and I trust we all are now, for sure, if we are aware of what we are doing, we are all in the process of changing consciousness, and we are changing it to the better. You did some of that, I trust, when we had our experience with our song, I Behold the Christ in You. You changed an aspect of your consciousness when you did that. And when you truly entered into that feeling of holding somebody in the light that you didn't want to. You know, I trust you did that. Or if you didn't do it now, do it the, this afternoon. It'll take the words with you, the song, you know. They're there and you can have that time of quietness and togetherness. So that is a consciousness changing experience. So... The uh, next slide, please. Uh, it says, you know, the uh, first tools of viewing consciousness through the book. We use the book to do that. And the first two words were, be impeccable with your word. Uh, so that's a, that's a big one. Uh, impeccable, if you look at the definition, it, it, has, it has spiritual overtones. And so what that is saying in your consciousness changing experience of life is that you will more and more and more choose to come from a place within you where every spoken word that you even think, because that's spoken inwardly, but any spoken word comes more and more and more from the aspect of the truth of your being as well as the truth of another person's being if you are interacting with them. Rather than things like, oh, he used the word in the book, he used the word. One of the things that sort of is not what you want to do is sort of this gossip kind of thing, you know, and, re and relish in, in that and, and just, you know, it was, it was stop it, <laughs> you know. Just, just stop it, it doesn't do any good. Uh, be willing to say to somebody, oh, let's, let's go to a different subject. You know, I really don't want to stir around in that. And if they want to stir around in that, give them the opportunity to find somebody else who will stir around in that. 
and to just simply change. And if you can't do it totally right away, and that's understandable, of course, then take the time to do it in a quiet, orderly way. That was the first chapter. Be impeccable with your word. Watch your word that it comes from your spiritual identification. The next the next uh, um, uh, uh, chapter in the book is to take nothing personally. Well, that's a little challenging as well, isn't it? When somebody comes to you and... Uh, uh, you know, uh, really tells you what in the world they think of you. But you know what they're doing? They're telling you what they think about themselves. Everything is like that. It's a big circle. And so what the book is saying is learn, learn, learn not to take anything personally. You know, uh, uh, we're not, let's just, let's, just, let's just keep this in a way where Somebody now tells you how wonderful you are. All right, you can embrace some of that, but just recognize, too, that they are talking about themselves or they are recognizing, and that's what you and I should do all the time, is talk about ourselves in that particular way. I am a wonderful spiritual being. I am a beautiful person. I am quality. I am as God created me. I am all that I am, that God is in me, through me, and as me. That is what you then can project to somebody else when they are ready to hear it. You don't walk up to the person along the street, perhaps, you say, and say how beautiful you are. You might get slapped, you know. But you can say it inwardly. But what this is really saying is true. If somebody comes to you, don't take it personally because they are talking about themselves, and I like to use the words, and they know not that they know not. They know not that they know not. And you can forgive that, because they are in the process of knowing. And you don't have to put a judgment upon that. You have a judgment of time, or a judgment of place. Just be aware of your own consciousness expanding self using this tool in the second chapter. Today's tool, next slide please, is don't make assumptions. You know, quote, he quoted in those, I quote, I, I, I shared a quote. The whole war of control between humans is about making assumptions and taking things personally. Our whole dream of hell is based on that. Now, what, what, what he does here is he wants you to recognize that, that the concept that we often say of is hell. Uh, there's no place to go that's hell if you want to have something that resembles something that is other than the, the knowledge of who and what you truly are. And you live in that and you have that consciousness and that is projected into your world. That's hell. In other words, that is a place where you are in a position of forgetting who and what you are. And that manifests in your life, and that's just another word for hell. There's no place to go once you leave this dimension that's called hell. If you want to have something that's a hellish experience, you do it right here. This is where it is. 
And it's always, this is self-responsibility. Unity teaches that, and that's challenging for many. But if you want to have a hellish experience, you can do that right here. You have full freedom to have the opportunity to do that if you want to. But it's nothing more than consciousness expressing. And if that is where and what you feel you are in right now, there is always a wonderful, still, small voice that is within you, if you look to it and ask it, that can lead you out of that, that can change consciousness to have you move into a different place, into a different reality for you. So the next slide is, uh, if you are in an experience where, um, where you are talking to somebody, or where there's uh, an opportunity to think something is happening. Uh, the author said, he said, he said, don't be afraid ever to, to, to ask for clarification, you know? Um, then making assumptions, if you don't do that, uh, only to defend uh, and make, your, make the other person wrong. All right, so here's something that we can do always in our conversations with someone. In, uh, it's difficult if something is way away and you hear it and you can't get to somebody, but let's just take somebody in your own environment. If somebody says something that, that sort of is difficult to really understand, rather than make an assumption of what that individual is saying and then make that a reason to do something uh, to make a judgment upon that person, which does what? That judgment upon the person stays with you and it becomes a part of your consciousness and the energy that it contains draws more of the same to you. So all he is saying in this particular uh, chapter is that if you have that experience, and you, you, we, all, we all can say this to somebody, can you please say that a different way, you know? Can you please say what you just said to me in a different way? Or if you hear somebody in a, that's a speaker and you have a moment to find them in a quieter place, ask them, say this in a different way. In other, and, and if it's still you know, pretty, pretty rotten is what he is saying and what he is thinking, well, then you shake the dust off your feet and move onward. You don't revel in what somebody is saying. If they can't say it in a different way so that you can understand it and you can say, aha, yes, I, I know what that is, then you simply let them be who they are. You are not here to change anyone. You're not here to correct anyone. Unless they ask you, what do you think? Well, then that's an opportunity there perhaps for you to uh, in a gentle, loving, kind way, um, tell them exactly, you know, gently what you think. But that usually doesn't happen. So just watch. Remember, everything, everything in life is consciousness changing. That's all we're talking about on a Sunday morning. And these are just little tools. And some of the little tools are just real little intricate, quiet things. In the book, if you read it, he gives a lot of different examples of what people can do and how they have experienced um, this saying or not asking, you know, can you say something wrong? The next slide is uh, we sometimes make the grand assumption uh, 
that everyone thinks the way we do. Not true, is it? Huh? No, no, no. I mean, you know, what a wonderful world it would be if more people thought, probably. But people are people, aren't they? They are who they are. They are unique in their own wonderful way. And we have to give them freedom to do that. So they don't think like you think, necessarily. And don't make that assumption that they do. And then give them the freedom to do, be, and who, what they are. If you don't like to be in their company, and I know that this is sort of, no, not sort of, this is really challenging if it's family, isn't it? It's difficult, I understand that. But there is a way you can sort of isolate yourself from that experience. You can let them say and do and be exactly who, who they are. Uh, and uh, it's, you know, uh, you, can, you, can, you, can make, you can make that choice. And the next slide is a positive use of, 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 of assuming is to assume nothing. Ask and then give another freedom to do and be. So a positive use of assuming. This is just a little technique. That's all it is. There's nothing startling or big, or, but it can be uh, a tool for changing consciousness, your own. Remember, who are you responsible for? Yourself. Who are you responsible to? Yourself. Nobody else. Not really. You can interact with someone, and the more you use the tools, let's have this slide, if you will, the last one. What do I want you to remember about today? And that is value who you are. Value your spiritual connectivity. Value your ability to learn, to listen to that still small voice within you. And sometimes it roars very loudly. It always tells you what is right and perfect for you. It never says to you, I tried to talk to you yesterday and you didn't listen, and you're not going to hear anything more from me. It always has that voice. You have a higher God self. You have a God identity out of which you are an expression right now. You always will have that God identity. You will move in and out of physical experiences, but you always have that tether, your God self, your good self. You can never mess it up. You are wonderful. <laughs>